Should Lafayette have its own mayor separate from parish government? I'm your host, Tracy Wirtz, and in today's podcast, we're going to dive into the Protect the City Committee, a group researching the nature of Lafayette's unique system of government and if it should change. My exclusive interview with committee member Jan Swift and City Councilman Pat Lewis, now on 10 Talks Acadiana. 10 Talks Acadiana. The podcast powered by KLFY.com. We're visiting today with Jan Swift. She is the chairman of the Protect the City Committee. And Mr. Pat Lewis, who is a council person, yes. right? On Correct. on which council? District City Council, District One. All right, very good. Now let's find out why we're here because we are going to be talking about the Protect the City Committee and hopefully putting some context onto exactly what it is. Because I think that there are people out there who were kind of confused, like, didn't we just do this with an election? What's going on? So what did, when people went to the polls how, a few years right. ago, a couple years ago, and voted on the charter? Fix the charter. Fix, fix the, the charter. charter. What yeah. was that? Well, basically what there was, fix the charter, that's you guys just said, it was a home rule charter, correct? Mm -hmm. And the only thing that was changed on that was basically the boundaries and adding one more parish council member. And it was a partial deconsolidation. It, That's what it was. Y'all went from a city parish council city parish of council. nine members right. uh -huh. to a city council with five members. So I'm in a parish. And a separate parish council right. with, with five, five members. members. Right, right. And I was reading an article in The Current, Jeff Daly, I think, wrote it um, mm -hmm. about the fact that, and, and tell me if this is true, because I thought, well, then what's the point? Mm -hmm. Is that a lot of things that the parish council wants to do have to be approved by the city council and vice versa so doesn't yes. that just add yes. a step and and the problem at this that, point is not uh, you yes. know and the problem was that we five and five five city council mm -hmm. members five parish council members and if there's a tie who breaks the tie uh -huh. it's not like in uh -huh. dc where the vice president breaks the tie right we have no one break the tie the ceo doesn't break the tie or even the mayor do not break the tie so we have to more or less put everything on hold mm -hmm. and again last year in 2020 that happened maybe three times when the city council members want to speak on something and the parish did not want to speak on it. So we couldn't have a conversation. Right. And as a citizen, I remember thinking like you, Tracy, and, and probably Councilman Lewis, you know, having two separate councils goes a long way to allowing the city mm -hmm. to have control of its own destiny sure. and the parish to have control of its own destiny. Because before, when you guys would vote, um, and Pat served, yeah. you know, in the prior right. uh, council, right. When, when votes would come up, let's say, on um, LUS Fiber, which is totally owned by the city of Lafayette, mm -hmm. council members that lived outside the city had the right to vote on it because of an opinion, a, a legal opinion, uh -huh. but that was never what was intended. That's a owned by the city utility. Right. So Correct. a lot of things were happening, Correct. and I think this fix the charter was the first step to right. saying, you know, the city of Lafayette in particular is why we're here. Correct. needs to have control, control. over its assets, including Correct. city police budget, fire department, fire department. Correct. But now, mm -hmm. 
even though there's two councils, we're learning that um, because money is commingled, yeah, the parish council still mm -hmm. has the right to vote on city issues, purely right. city yeah. issues. And then we're yeah. trying to change that, and that's what again protect the city. This is what all this is about. Because this was your idea. The getting, uh, uh, our yes. coordinating, forming this committee was your idea, yes, right? Yes, indeed. So tell us what you want, what, what your purpose for the committee is. Well, that's what the committee is there for, to find ways to make sure that the city, like Ms. Jane was saying, that the city has its own autonomy, mm -hmm. has its own way to do things. The parish should not be voting on city issues because they're in the parish. It's city issues just like the police department. That's a city issue the fire department, that's a city issue. So the city should only, uh, not only that, the budget as well, the budget. The parish should not have anything to do with the city budget, but they do. When we do the budget, which is gonna start soon in June, the parish have a say-so in our budget. So that's a lot of things that need to be ironed out. Then again, one, one of the most important thing is that the city have a city president, mayor, president. Mm -hmm. And that's a big issue right there. Right. right. We cannot vote for any mayors in these municipalities, these other five municipalities. We cannot. But they can vote for the mayor of Lafayette. Mm -hmm. So they have a say. So when you look at that, is that a conflict or is that uh, basically a conflict or which way the, the mayor will lean toward? Right. If the parish wants something, the city wants something, who will he work with the most. That's one of the main issues. Yes. Right? So is issue. that, yeah. you know, when he said you need this committee, what are your, what is your charge? What is your mission? Because again, Jan is the chairman, right. mm -hmm. chairperson, chairperson, excuse me, <laughs> of, I'm sorry about that, of the Protect the City Committee. Mm -hmm. Five of us were directly appointed by city council members, and then two members were um, elected, appointed at large mm -hmm. by the city council. Mm -hmm. So we've got a diverse group of people. And we are not a commission that's charged under the Constitution. Mm -hmm. We're a committee that's doing some fact-finding. So okay. under Pat Lewis's resolution that the whole city council approved unanimously, we've been given a task of answering 14 questions. And they're basically, they can probably be summed up in, should the city of Lafayette, would it be better served by having its own mayor? And I'll, I'll touch on that too in a second. What would be the savings to the city of Lafayette if we weren't splitting cost with um, allocating cost with the parish uh, our city tax dollars being spent to benefit something outside of where our city tax dollars are supposed to go we've got 14, yes, 14. pretty detailed questions so we, we've got a few months we're going to meet twice or three times a month calling different experts and people that are just giving us their opinions okay to compile a report and answer this to the city council, and then they will decide, should we move forward and appoint a charter commission? Correct. Which I think will have to be voted on by both the, the city council and, and the, the parish correct. council. So well, it's possible yeah. right. the city will not even have the autonomy to say we want to have our own mayor. Right. Now exactly. would that be something that the voters would need to decide on if it comes to that? To a, after, if we form, if we able to form a commission. Mm -hmm. It has but to remember, be. Okay. the parish have to, you know, have to Allow be it. to. Allow it, right. So, exactly. along those veins, there's <laughs> obvious, well, and, and it's, you know, it's right now Lafayette proper mm -hmm. and the parish are married, for lack oh. of a better term, you mm -hmm. know, <clears throat> and we have to figure out or you guys have to figure out right. if the best direction to go is to separate right. those. But here's my question, flipping it on its on its on uh, flipping the coin over. I guess obviously there are um, 
benefits for the city of Lafayette if this happens? What are the benefits toward to the parish? The because parish. I think that's going to be well, a big that, question. That, that would be the problem, the issue right there, the parish. Uh, again, everybody, everyone thinking that the city, all city funds, and when the parish need help is coming from the city. But that's something that the committee need to find out if that's true. And if that's true, how will the, the parish be able to survive mm -hmm. without the city? We do not want to make, make sure, we want to make sure that the parish can always survive. Oh, yeah. Again, the main point too is not just the parish, everyone needs to understand, you have the unincorporated areas. Right. That, and yes. that's where the problem that's really is. That's really are. what we're talking about. Right, exactly. Yeah. There, there's right, two right. terms yeah. for parish. Yes, yes. We're all, Lafayette. everybody that lives in the city of Lafayette, yeah. the city of Scott, sure. Karen Crow, we are sure. all parish yes. residents. Right. But amazingly, Mr. Lewis told me that 80,000 or so, about right. one third of Lafayette yeah. Parish's population, lives in the unincorporated areas right. of the parish. Mm -hmm. So we're not talking about Scott, you know, yes. the, the, the yes. small towns. Yes. We're talking about one third of our population lives in the unincorporated areas of the parish where they don't have, let's say, the best roads, the best drainage. And if you remember the recent tax election where they were asked to vote on rural fire protection, mm -hmm. they voted it down. And that ah. vote was kind of what I think tipped this discussion. Sure, definitely, definitely. Yeah, because definitely. at that point the city we're taking the city taxes right. yes. to pay yes. for rural yes. fire protection. Well, and when you when you look at Acadiana, and if you look at the parishes, it it I would think, thinking off the top of my head, most parishes are set up where they have municipalities, and mm -hmm. then they have a parish governance of some sort. Right. And each right. city in that parish has its own mayor. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And in our case, that's what I think what they were trying to do back in '92 or '96 in that way. But the municipalities say, "Hey, we want to keep our own mayor." They kept their own mayor. Right. Their and own that way, that's when they, the people voted on, from yeah. understanding, voted on to have a mayor president. Mm -hmm. And that way, all the municipalities kept their mayor. Right. And again, that's that's a problem right there. And think about it, no matter what your intentions are, if you're if you're the parish president, the mayor president, you've got to represent the city and you've got to represent the parish and the unincorporated areas so of the parish. Your focus is divided. Your focus may be divided and when it comes to figuring out where resources go, you know, how do you negotiate with yourself? Mm -hmm. Like right. what what services should be rendered. So it's not really a diss on any anyone, right. including our current parish president, mayor president. They've all had to do this. Right. But depending on the personality, you may have some people that are more city centric and some are more parish centric. Right. Yes. And so it's not really a personal thing, but for the city, I think there's just been a few things that have happened, including you guys not being able to vote on your own budget. No, no, no. Yeah, we need to and represent us. Yeah, represent, yeah. The represent the city residents. And, and yeah. the city of Lafayette has what over 120,000 people. And we have a budget of about over a hundred million dollars. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, a big budget, whereas these other municipalities have a smaller budget. Eighteen million, twelve million. Town of Dusson has only about maybe two, three million dollars. Mm -hmm. But they have a say so what goes on in Lafayette. And that's where I think a lot of the concerns are with the people when I speak with people is that why should these other municipalities have a say so in the city of Lafayette? And we do not have when I say we the citizens of Lafayette do do not have any say so whatsoever in these other municipalities. Mm -hmm. Then again, they have their own council. Remember that. Right. Cancro, Scott, all these municipalities have a council that they have meeting once a month, maybe once a week. I don't know their schedule. And they have their own budget. They have their own they budget. Completely and, and, and the city, no one in the city of Lafayette can go to their meeting and say, hey, I want this, I want that. Mm -hmm. No, you, you're invited, but that's the city council of that municipality having that meeting. 
Yesterday we met, it was our second meeting, yes. we had four gentlemen give a historical perspective. Mm -hmm. We started out with Ed Abel. Mm -hmm. Would you like to talk about this first? Sure, definitely. No, you, no, you can so talk. You can we asked yeah. Ed Abel, who mm -hmm. chaired the original excuse me, consolidation effort. Sure. He was very active with the Chamber of and Commerce. And that was going to be, I'm glad that you're yeah. talking yeah. about that because I just want to We wanted to get their know. perspective. Yeah, yeah. How, well, how did we go what was what was so good about mm -hmm. that and then brings us full circle it was a good government yeah. push it was yeah. mainly pushed yeah. by uh, the Chamber of Commerce at mm -hmm. the time and uh, the newspaper was very the daily advertiser at the time was very supportive of it and it was the best of intentions it was to streamline government and get rid of waste but what happened was and Ed started out with this they thought they'd save about five million dollars a year because people would go through attrition and all but what happened was parish employees got put on the city parish payroll and became civil servants. Correct. Ah. So there was no streamlining and actually there may have been some savings but not what was anticipated. Mm -hmm. So then we had, um, let's see, Lynn Guidry came. Yeah, Lynn, Lynn was the second speaker I think. He no, was on the parish council at right. the time mm -hmm. and none of the smaller municipalities wanted to buy into consolidation. Mm -hmm. So they didn't really get involved in it but the, the measure passed in the city of Lafayette, but not by over 50% in the outlying areas. And then through the years, there's been this tug of war about how do you allocate expenses. Sure. Right. And so sometimes, I was talking with Mr. Lewis before mm -hmm. we came in, I'm looking at the budget really for the first time studying it. In some cases, the city of Lafayette covers 99% mm -hmm. of some of the expenses. And it's on esoteric things that you would never look up, like streetlight maintenance but it could be a million dollars. Right. And we're not saying there's people who have bad intentions, but our job is to get this information and Definitely. let people, people like you, if you can help us shine the light on it. Right. Sure. So that people can make up their own mind and say, well, I don't know right. if this is really in the best interest. Well, and if I that. live in, if I am a, a, a one third, if I'm in that one third of folks mm -hmm. who don't live in an incorporated area, I think that that, or it, it sounds to me like that may be the challenge of how do we take care of them and I guess off the cuff it would be first of all that at that point you would have a parish president and a parish council that could look look toward or look uh, look out for the interests of that one-third well, specifically yeah. right. without yeah. having to have oh, this tug of war city manager I mean yeah. a parish manager maybe right, right. exactly parish Instead manager of a or supervisor whatever you want to call it person uh -huh. You know they can look into it and again if they have a five-member parish council they can oversee and have one person manager right. and what have you and look over that unincorporated area and you have to remember if you live in these outline areas, I, call, I like to call them an island because they have no government per se they have they don't even have a council a mayor not at all right. and they do not pay taxes they only pay parish tax which Ms. Jan said, yeah. we all live in Lafayette Parish. Right, correct? and those are substantial. Yeah. That goes yeah. to cover sheriff yeah. and school right. board. Right. Right. You know, right. those are, right. they do pay taxes. Yeah. They yeah. just yeah. aren't yeah. paying a city tax. Not paying right. so, like everyone else does. Everyone yeah. else pays city tax. Mm -hmm. So, but then I, I, I remember our first meeting, one gentleman came to speak, you remember? He said that uh, I live in the unincorporated mm -hmm. areas, but when I shop in Lafayette, I pay tax, so I'm paying tax. But again, yes, if you shop in Broussard, do that money go to the unincorporated area where you live? If you live, if you shop in Dusan. So what his take on is that when I shop in Lafayette, I'm paying my taxes already. So I should get the same service that you guys get in Lafayette because I pay taxes 
when I purchase something. But when I purchase something because I'm a Lafayette resident, I pay taxes to the city at the end of the year. And when I purchase something in the city of Lafayette, I'm paying taxes again. So if I look at it the way he's talking, I'm double, being, I'm double taxed. Right. He's only being taxed once. I'm being taxed when I pay my tax at the end of the year, right. which I deserve the city services. Mm -hmm. And I have one gentleman call me a couple of days ago. He told me that uh, I live in unincorporated areas, right? That's where I live, but I want city sewers. But I don't want to join the city because all the city will do is make me pay taxes. <laughs> <laughs> but he lives in an unincorporated area and he wants city sewer, city water. Mm -hmm. Now, is that fair to the people like if you live in, un in the city, is that fair right. to you? I lived in the country. I'm, I'm not a country girl, but my uh -huh. husband got me to live in the country for 14 years. So we lived north of Lafayette Parish in Hidden Hills. Oh, yeah. So we mm -hmm. had uh, well water mm -hmm. that the community had when the lights went out, mm -hmm. the water went out because mm -hmm. it was run right. by electricity. Right. We right. had our own sewage system. Mm -hmm. There was mm -hmm. a volunteer fire mm -hmm. department in Grand Prairie. So mm -hmm. we knew if our house caught on fire, mm -hmm. we better just get mm -hmm. our jewelry and our kids and get out yeah. because right. we, we weren't gonna be able to save our house. I was so used to that that when we moved into Lafayette in 2000, Tracy, it was like, hallelujah, city water, you know, dependable <laughs> right. service, mm -hmm. a great utility system, mm -hmm. but our taxes went up dramatically. Right. Right. You know, right. property taxes mm -hmm. right. and yeah. just taxes. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. We didn't have city taxes before. So when I hear people talk about this, I totally understand it. But when you live in the country, you don't get the same service as you right. do when you right. live in a city because and you don't pay for them you don't pay for it and you know what you get a lot of freedom with it yes nobody yes. we didn't have building codes like right. they do in town right. so a lot of people prefer country living right. but what we're looking at is Correct. for the city of lafayette mm -hmm. what's in the best interest right. and for the parish back to your thought the parish even if there's some different level of deconsolidation that comes about. Nobody wants to leave the parish in a lurch. Correct. But they right. may be better off being a little disentangled mm -hmm. because maybe they don't need all the overhead that coming with us entails. But we just don't know the answers to these right. yet. That's and right. that's what the committee's that's going to yeah. do. Because I think that I would I would think that that's part of your charge is to yes. not just see what's good for the the city, city mm -hmm. but also to make sure yeah. that those parish things like the roads and right. those sorts yeah. of things are still taken care We're of partners i mean right. we don't want to see flooding like you sure. don't just stop flooding when you drive into karen crow or when you drive into lafayette flooding happens because of other issues drainage right. and fire protection but even now the mm -hmm. cities are having to run out mm -hmm. and put out fires sure. because yeah. there's still not enough fire right. protection right. Right. because right. they don't have the tax base a few years ago that's what happened they had i think three or four fire trucks compared to maybe one from the uh, the parish. Mm -hmm. And the city, when I say three or four, they came from the city to help out in every way it was mm -hmm. unincorporated. Yeah. So we are helping out the city. And again, the parish is doing what they should be doing as well. We're not out there, especially the committee's not there to say, hey, this is for the city, leave the parish alone, buy, mm -hmm. take care of yourself. No, that's right. not what it's about. It's to make sure that everybody's on equal terms, equal mm -hmm. plate. You yeah. know what's made me proud, though, of the yeah. council? Um, Mr. Lewis has never given me or any of our members that I know of really any direction. No. Like, he's, he's there with us at our meetings, and yeah. we have the charge from the right. resolution that I can share with you if you yeah. want to have right. those 14 yeah. things we're looking yeah. at. But I've, got, I've not even gotten a call from Nanette Cook, who appointed me. The city council is letting us yes. do our job. Yeah. Right. There's no meddling. Right. Micromanagement. Well, and that's, I think, the good. way, that's the only way that you can get right. an accurate, mm -hmm. uh, the accurate answers mm -hmm. to your questions right. and, and know, 
if this right. is the best way to yeah. go. Well, but I, I mean, I, I was surprised. I thought there'd yeah. be a little metal. Because what happened <laughs> is that I remember when they did the Home Rule Charter back two, three years ago, mm -hmm. it was only three council members. They took charge. And again, I felt there was no transparency. So I see this time, mm -hmm. I'm going to lead this. Mm -hmm. I want to make sure there's transparency. Now I want each council member idea. to get someone from their district and appoint them to work on that and leave them do what they're supposed to mm -hmm. do. And that way is a transparency thing. The people in the city of Lafayette knows everything that was going on. It's not just council member saying, Jane, do this, do that. No, 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 no. Do what you need to do and make yeah. sure it's done right. That's yeah, all. I forgot about that. I'm, I'm really learning the history yeah. because mm -hmm. the Fix the Charter, yeah. I think people had good intentions, yeah. but it wasn't inclusive no, with all no, the um, no. council it members. It was just, just council members, three council members. And they went out, out of uh, nine. Yeah, out of nine. Out of nine. Mm -hmm. And they went out and, 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 and persuade, not say persuade, that's not the right word, and talk to the people and say right. that's why they felt it would be good. Mm -hmm. And again, people didn't, real, uh, didn't realize it was only a partial deconsolidation. And partial. I think that that's one of the reasons yeah. that I invited you guys mm -hmm. was because when we had this discussion, uh, as I was telling you previously, in the newsroom, we said, wait a minute, we thought we did this yeah, already. Yeah. Everybody yeah. What, You know, yeah. why are we talking about deconsolidation again? Mm -hmm. And, and I, you know, full disclosure, you know, I live in Acadia Parish, but, you know, having covered mm -hmm. this area and, you know, kind of living <laughs> two thirds of my life right. here, um, each and every day you get immersed in it. Mm -hmm. and, and I wasn't the only one, everyone who lives in Lafayette Parish was the same way. What what's so. going on here? Well, who really keeps up with all yeah, this? Honestly, does. it's kind of technical. No, it, it is. It is. And Tree, you said some a few minutes ago that uh, we like a marriage, right? Mm -hmm. And then again, what happened a couple of years ago? It was partial. So if you like a marriage, I mean, you're an attorney. When you divorce, it's partial. You can divorce, <laughs> yeah. but you don't always do a community property you settlement. Know, right, <laughs> so it's time to do and the community property yeah. settlement. It wasn't a divorce, but um, you know another thing that, if, if I may bring this sure, up, sure. I think another thing that I saw tipped the balance for the city council was they, they attempted to hire their own attorney. Yes. yes. A woman experienced, yeah. she's out of Baton Rouge, yeah. but she has experience yeah. in city uh, parish type of government. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, she was not, uh, that was not allowed to go forward, yeah. and she's actually being sued personally. Yeah, right. Well, wow. I, was so one, it's I was the chair at the time, uh -huh. and I, need, I wanted just to move forward with this, and I searched and looked for someone that knew about the type of government we have. Right. Mm -hmm. And it just so happened she was retired. I was introduced to her by someone else, and she retired from Baton Rouge, East Baton Rouge Parish, and she had over 30 years experience in the mm -hmm. type of government we have, yeah. and she could have helped us on our situations, but um, it wasn't yeah. meant to be. Huh? Yeah, well, I'm not, I'm not gonna say it wasn't meant to be. I think it was meant to be because right now where we are, we need mm -hmm. some guidance. I'm sure, right. but who are we gonna get to guide us yeah. to help us with the guidance? That it makes that makes yeah. sense on who right. interprets things. Yeah, if you right, read the right. charter, right? Some of us would think that that was with, well within yeah. their jurisdiction right. to hire their own attorney for a special need. Special right. they needed yeah. guidance. Right, it wasn't right. full-time attorney. Yeah. It was just a part-time attorney yeah. when we needed that person, you know. And mm -hmm. right now we have an attorney that's doing a great job, but who is he going to interpret for? The mayor who's hired him or is he going to uh, interpret for the council, city council? Yeah. yeah. Maybe so you see there's a conflict. Conflicts. There's yeah. a conflict, Some right. Conflict, and this yeah. person would have been for the city's best interest. That way, th those mm -hmm. two could have communicated, the city attorney and the council attorney. No, okay, L walk me back on who's on, who exactly is on the council in terms of where they're from, that kind of thing. On the so committee. We know, the on the committee, I'm sorry, on the, on the committee. committee. Yeah. Well, why don't you... Okay, well, uh, I um, nominated a gentleman by the name of Joseph Tad Catalan, mm -hmm. okay, District 1, 
and Lynette nominee Jane Swift mm -hmm. from her district. What district you got here? Four. Four. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And uh, well, District One is where? Because that North Side of Lafayette. Okay. Mm -hmm. And part of this side, in fact. I represent you guys. Yeah, Pro uh, Lafayette proper. I'm trying to yeah. figure out where the makeup is, or is there anybody from the unincorporated area? No, 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 the parish have All the unincorporated area. Yeah, yeah, we just city. I didn't know on the committee yeah. if there was anybody Nobody from the Nobody from the parish, okay. the unincorporated area, it's just city. Because, you know, again, uh, that's a good thought what you're saying, but can you imagine if we have people on the parish and the city on this committee, mm -hmm. it wouldn't probably never end, yeah. you know, because you know, people would have their own opinion from the parish and unincorporated areas. So, so that brings up the next question is when does it end? How long do you have for this study and what happens? Is it six months? Six up months. to six months, to but six we're months. hoping that we can yeah. really conclude yeah. our work right. Uh, right. June or and July. And then what's the next step after that? The next step after that is uh, hopefully and wishfully that we can get a committee. A and charter the committee, committee. A charter, charter committee. committee. Uh -huh. And okay. that way they can turn around and let people know what's going on. Legally, we're not empowered to do anything other than report. This yeah. was a city council mm -hmm. ordinance, mm -hmm. but Correct. under the constitution and the home rule charter, you have to follow the right. rules and there, right. there has to be a charter commission. Right. Mm -hmm. So that will be even more oversight right. to right. say whether right. or not we can have an election. Right. And then the council would have to vote both right. on, yes, can yes. we have an election? Right. And then the people of yeah. the whole parish right. and city would get to vote. Correct. On the other members, uh, Mark Pope right. mm -hmm. was appointed by uh, Andy Knockhan, district yes. two. Yes. Roddy Bergeron was appointed by Liz Abear, mm -hmm. District 3. Mm -hmm. I'm District 4. Tina Shelvin Bingham, right. District 5. That's Mr. Glenn uh, Lazard. Glenn Lazard. Right. Mm -hmm. And then elected at large by the whole council, mm -hmm. Stuart Bro and Bill Leindecker. Mm -hmm. Stuart's uh, an attorney, just a crackerjack, and Bill Leindecker worked for That's the it. city for he years. Retired. He's an educator. He retired, yeah. I think, mm -hmm. over 40 years' experience as an educator. Yeah. And then he got hired at uh, yeah. Parks and Recreation. And now he's on the committee. He it's retired. Too. I'm honored to be on that committee because yeah. it's a real diverse group. Mm -hmm. So yeah. let's say that you have six months, okay, and then you get a charter commission. How how does that? How long does it work after that? Like, well, what are the processes? What can folk? What should folks who are interested be looking for mm -hmm. well, down the road? The timeline would be that I believe somewhere in February twenty two. Mm -hmm. February 22. If we start a, a charter commission after the six months, somewhere around February or April, I would mm -hmm. say, February, March, April, mm -hmm. that'd be the, uh, the, the, la the least time, not the least, the latest that we can put it on the ballot for the fall gotcha. of 22. Yeah. Okay. That'd be the latest time. So if we do not reach that, that means we cannot put it on the ballot in 22. I would like to see it on the ballot of the fall of 22. Mm -hmm. That way it'd be ready for the election in 23. Okay. But if not, if for some yeah. unknown reason we cannot, we just uh, be prolonged. Is there somewhere, you, you mentioned the 14 points, is there somewhere that those are, um, a, they're in an ordinance, you said? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it should yeah. be published yeah. on the it's city's published. website or something yeah. so yeah. folks want to see? It's published on the site. You can okay. just Google Protect yeah. the City Committee yeah. okay. and it, it comes up. Yeah. And okay. the, you, people can watch our meetings. It's, yeah. I, didn't, I wasn't familiar with this Ustream. Yeah. Uh, we meet in the council chambers, right. and so I went back today to listen to a little bit of the conversation we had. So it's available, mm -hmm. and I guess you just go to the Lafayette Consolidated Government yeah, site right. and you stream. Mm -hmm. And it's not right. only our committee; it's mm -hmm. all the the uh, meetings, all the meetings mm -hmm. that are you know under the public right. records rule. Will so. there be a point in time? In will it be now or, or during uh, during and if there's a charter commission when you will take public comment 
or we or do all along. Okay. We're, we're taking public comments. So the meetings are public. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. And, and people questions. sign in yeah. just like okay. they do at a council meeting. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And so yesterday we met a long time yeah, though. Yeah. <laughs> two, two and a half hours. So if they if they Google protect the charter or mm -hmm. we'll probably put a web yeah. a link on our website, klfy.com, but um, they yeah, can see can. when the upcoming meetings mm -hmm. are, et cetera. Our next meetings, the next one is April thirteenth. Okay. Right. And then following that should be April twenty seventh. But they're right. they're all we have to post them so much in advance right. so the yeah. public has noticed but right. april 13th is our next meeting 11 a.m okay. okay. yeah and I, I, now that you say that you guys are a public yeah we body, have to, so, it, so we you have to follow open meetings laws we yeah, can't but, just meet at my yeah. home for barbecue yeah. and talk because it <laughs> yeah. would be you know in violation, violation. right yeah. and really the next step is to form a charter commission after yeah. these guys do yeah. uh they work as far as with the committee i know that you, that it's a brand new but do you feel like you guys are making headway I think so. I think hearing the history uh, puts a lot in perspective mm -hmm. because people that set up consolidated government, that studied it and got it passed, they had the best intentions. Right. They really thought, Mr. Abel said, you know, we thought that the parish, the unincorporated areas were going to step up and, and pass some taxes because it was done to help everybody. Right. The parish was broke 30 years ago mm -hmm. and it's... I hear it's still broke. I mean, we'll, we'll be learning. Well, it about was this. broke. It was broke, but I think with the stimulus money, how much is it? I think oh, forty-six million dollars. <laughs> so they can't use that as an excuse anymore. Right. Yeah. We're not broke, but I know this money is going to be. I'm only yeah, saying that to, yeah. it's going to be certain ways they can mm -hmm. spend this money. You know, it's not just open. Hey, and unfortunately, I think that that that's kind of the same story mm -hmm. we hear from a lot of the parishes mm -hmm. in Acadiana, mm -hmm. where the parish governments, whether it's a police jury or a parish council or whatever. Uh, I mean, I could I could probably give you chapter and verse of the stories that we've done about you know some of the the financial difficulties oh, yeah. for these parishes. Yeah. Um, so that that to me would be one of the biggest challenges mm -hmm. is trying to figure out mm -hmm. how to take care of mm -hmm. the people in the unincorporated areas if right. if you if there there are no commingle funds if you aren't mm -hmm. sharing money that kind so, of thing. So you guys still have in the Cayman Parish a police jury? Yes. See that's how we had before prior to the yeah. 90s. Yeah. So we had a police jury. How did that work? That's what I like to know. I, they touched it a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know how did it work? It, from understanding it was successful until they had this someone Right. It might be better we can save money by consolidating some of the resources and the mm -hmm. employee. I think they left out uh, uh, the resources as far as with the employees. They right. became civil service and civil service employees with the city of Lafayette was making more money than people in the uh, police jury and working in these municipalities. Right. So then I don't think they realized that. Yeah, and that's where the biggest problem came in. I know Acadia has a, a police jury. Vermilion Parish mm -hmm. has a police jury. St. Landry has, I think it's a parish council. I think they went to the executive, yeah, yeah. parish council. Yeah, right. uh, I'm fairly certain St. Martin Parish has, uh, they have a parish president, mm -hmm. so they probably have some sort of parish council. Yes. Uh -huh. uh, now I'm really having a reach, but I, I don't know that any other parish in Acadiana is mm -hmm. set up, set up under, like yeah, mm -hmm. uh, under a, a consolidated form of government or, or, or a, you I know, that sort of thing. I think there's four in Louisiana. Yeah, four. That's and right. yeah. East Baton Rouge is a good example, right. but right. they don't have money problems. Now, right. East Baton Rouge has got a lot of racial right. problems. Yeah. I mean, they really are struggling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. People wanting to get out of yeah. the city of Baton Rouge right. for various reasons. Mm -hmm. But they, they are, everybody is pretty much taxing more than Lafayette. Yes. When you compare yes. what we pay compared to, like, let's say, St. Tammany Parish, it's got a great school system, you know, money is coming into these other parishes. I don't know about Acadia. Yeah. 
but rural just, parishes. Well, that's harder. the rural parishes. Yeah, it's then they do. They they taxes. do. It, it's hard to pass taxes, and mm -hmm. um, yeah, and just because of the populations, yeah. you know, you talk about a hundred and how many thousand here? Hundred and twenty. Hundred twenty thousand. You know, just in mm -hmm. Lafayette. Mm -hmm. You know, you look at, at parishes like uh, Vermilion or Acadia, especially yeah. the ones that are very rural. Mm -hmm. Their whole population may not right. be that, but they have a lot of geographical yeah. area to take care of, which is a whole nother mm -hmm. quandary that they're in and a whole different it, discussion it, for a whole nother day. It, it, yeah. It's just like in Lafayette. If you look at the, the tax rate, Lafayette, you pay the least amount of taxes compared to Youngville you know, and Broussard and Scott. Mm -hmm. Our tax rate is only 4%. Right. When you sales tax. Sales, sales tax. Yeah. tax, yes. When you count the state, you look at the state is 4.5% mm -hmm. sales tax. So when you combine the two, you're looking at what? Eight and, eight and a half percent. Unless you go in these taxing districts, you know, right. like the TIFs, tax, right. you know, TIF right. and, and EDDs. But in Youngsville, you don't have to go in a taxing district. You're still paying over nine percent, maybe ten. Mm -hmm. I think Which it's one 10 of them was something. ten and a half percent? Yeah, it's Youngsville. That's so, a lot. Yeah, you but know, I mean, and, look what they're getting. Right, right. but look they at really their parks. Look at their, their parks. I yeah. started telling Mr. Gidder that yesterday when we were speaking, talking about how you're doing well. I don't know if it's Don Baki, but I didn't want to interfere, you know, interject. But again, yes, they can do that. Look at their tax rate. Mm -hmm. Right. But Lafayette, if you shop in Lafayette, the most you'll pay is what, nine, nine point something, depending yeah. if you go in a taxing district. If you do not, it's eight and a half, eight point four five. Right. And on the other hand, too, on the other type of taxes, the ad valorem taxes, right. when you look right. at millages right. for right. property, right. Mm -hmm. that's where you really see yeah. other parishes. And again, I don't know your home parish, Tracy, no, it's but okay. Baton Rouge, when we were looking at some of these things, some of them are 50 and 60, you know, 80 mills more than we have. Oh, and yeah. So you can do a lot with that, but yeah. a lot of our budget goes to the school board. I think 40% of our parish taxes, and we, they should. Right. But I mean, well, that the sheriff, well, you know, well, gets quite a right. bit, and by the time right. you have the little money that's left, right. there's not a lot left for well, drainage I, projects. I, I'm glad you brought up the issue about the school board. Most of the money goes to the school board, correct? Mm -hmm. But what are the school board responsible for? Think about it. Responsible for the classrooms, the building, the employees. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they don't have enough. And then uh, what yeah. the, the city responsible for? Road, bridges, mm -hmm. uh, uh, drainage. Mm -hmm. You know, if somebody have a bad pothole in the front of the street, they want overlay. Now all this money, the little bit of money that we get compared to the school board, the city is responsible for all these projects. Right. When you have a problem with drainage, you call the city. You don't call the school board. You have a problem with the road, even though those buses pass up and down four and five times a day mm -hmm. and mess up your street, you call the city. Mm -hmm. But the school board get, what, a full 2%. And you the know, city doesn't. The city get. We have to divide the money between, you know, the uh, the library, the, the courthouse, the sheriff, the then we then responsible for the police department, the fire department, all these. They're responsible right. for all with this two percent we get. Then we have to divide it amongst everyone else. These are supposed to be part-time jobs, and I've got to tell you, <laughs> there's a lot of responsibility yeah. that goes with being elected. I'm, I'm really, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've learned so oh, yeah. much, and I know yeah. my councilwoman, Annette Cook, yeah. I want to shout out. Yeah. We've had some neighborhood issues, yeah. Yeah. dramatic neighborhood yeah. issues that she's been on top of, mm -hmm. but your day is never just, no, you no, don't just no, get no. to lay out in the yeah. backyard yeah. and like oh, read yeah. the paper. See what I look, my phone <laughs> people already done text uh -huh. me, call me when you uh -huh. finish. Oh yeah. yeah, all day long. Before I came here, I was here right about, uh, what, 2.25. No, I'm not here early, but I was right. on the phone. Well, because the you know that's our office. Right, the yeah. phone is the office. technology Absolutely. changed a thousand percent. We I can't hide with, anymore. I, yeah, I spoke <laughs> with our councilman when they get off of work. 
they went in the office at four or five o'clock until 10 o'clock making calls. Right. Now we don't have to do this. See, look, my phone ringing right now. Yep, it, it doesn't <laughs> stop. Well, and, and I, I appreciate you guys taking time Thank to you. come in today. I know that you're very yeah. busy. Uh, yeah. And we'll kind of keep an eye on, on things that are yeah. happening. Sure. Uh, because Protect we know that. Yeah, because we know that you guys have a, have a big job to do, and we definitely will be see. It'd be interesting to see what comes out of your research you. and what happens next. Thank you. Appreciate your time. Too. So, uh, Google Protect the City or go to klfy.com for a link uh, for all the information. And again, thank you so much thank for being here. You. Thank you. Appreciate it. Ten talks at Kadiana. Subscribe wherever podcasts are downloaded. A Next Star Media production.